Welcome to the Two Man Game podcast, sponsored by the Game On Mouthguard campaign. Underneath the the same, brought to you by the same people <laughs> okay, yeah. who run Delta Dental. It's like from the movie theater. They're like from the yeah. creators. Yeah, Delta creators, Dental. Exactly. Yeah. Game On Mouthguards. Uh, tomorrow, or actually in what eleven hours, me and Kenny and Cameron is resting. Eight and a half hours. Eight eight and a half hours. We leave for Lawrence, Kansas. We our destiny will take us to Bill Self's house, <laughs> Allen the Fog Allen Field House. Yeah. We're ready. We're gonna take it on. Uh, we're gonna be Kansas fans for this weekend. I I binge bought a bunch of Kansas stuff on yeah. Amazon. I'm ready to go. Uh, I'm gonna wear my Billy Preston jersey. Hopefully, yeah. get my autographs from Cliff Alexander, yeah. Carl Bragg, Legerald Vick. I half Allen. those people are definitely missing and. Bosnia or wherever they yeah. are right now. They're dead under Fog Island right now. They are. Um, either way, Kansas, I didn't, I'm not sure, this might be news to you, they, they did not qualify for the NBA playoffs, so unfortunately we're probably not going to talk a lot about them tonight. We'll, we'll, we'll do a podcast in Lawrence probably with Bill Self. Probably. Probably have Bill Self on the podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah, we're just going to drop that. Uh, we're going to have a guest. <laughs> I don't think so. It might be an episode you want to skip because it's not the normal gang. Yeah. So, yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, all right, so we're going to do the playoffs probably not too long since it's 1.18 a.m. on May 8th. It's a Wednesday, Wednesday morning. Late night, uh, we just watched the Nuggets demolish the uh, Portland Trailblazers. But before we talk about any of it, uh, Bob Marley. Okay, NBA playoffs. No, I put it in layer. Don't worry. Bob Marley's coming. I edited it in. I've, I got, I've gotten I know, technical. Look. No, we're, we're going. Like, like that kind of technical? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like fighting Charles Barkley's head technical? Are you sure that's not Kenny the Jet Smith's hand? <laughs> no, I've gotten technical, you know. No longer playing it on my phone out loud. I know how to edit it in. Look, oh, I'm becoming, money a, now. I'm becoming money. a real producer. Yeah, we got money, man. We just got we got paid. $450 stipend. <laughs> a stipend. <laughs> Is that how they paid DeAndre Ayton? Yeah, like, they're stipend. like, well, it's just a stipend. Yeah. Whatever the hell is. What's the difference between a stipend and just money? A stipend, I guess, is supposed to be for... Like, it's for a specific, cause. Something specific. There's a reason I'm getting my money. Like, you're getting you're getting yeah. paid for something that you've done, or, like, something that... Like, a cost that's incurring. Mm. Okay. 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 That, that makes enough sense. Sure. That's what the game on mouth guards are all about, paying us money and shit. Look, we can, be, we can be bought. They didn't ask us to mention their name, but we're doing it, like, a, a good deed. Yeah. Good Samaritan. Uh, okay, so I guess we'll just talk about the playoffs. Where, which? Okay, pick a series. We'll start with one of them. I'm sorry about. Wait, we going to? We actually going to talk about the playoffs? Yeah, okay, yeah. Let's talk about the one that just happened. All right, Nuggets seventy or no Nuggets Trailblazers Port, or uh, Denver. Jesus fucking Christ! Just took a three. Denver lead. just took a three-two lead in commanding fashion. Yep. Uh, Nikola Jokic was impressive. Paul Millsap was great. Murray was all right. They played a lot better. They played Portland. a lot better than. than mm. uh, Basically, this was a this game was in garbage time for about thirty five percent. Yeah, it's a pretty good sign. I mean, I, th- I think if you're Denver and Portland both, they kind of after the four overtime game, and then they've had a couple of, uh, every uh, before this game, all the other ones have been close. So, kind of taking a toll. It's nice to get some rest. Jokic didn't have to play 40, 65 minutes like he did the other night in uh, game game three. So uh, both teams got some rest, but. 
unfortunately, it was at the expense of the Trailblazers as they just got pummeled and now head back to Portland in a must-win Game Six. Uh, I, I I think we are. Did we we picked Portland to win this? I do believe. I think or did I, we, I picked Nuggets. Maybe we picked Denver, but we all thought, okay, they have the best player in the series. We were like, okay, Lillard was really good against OKC. He hit the the big shot, and then, okay, so he's the best scorer. He's going to be the best player in this series. But no, it's been Jokic. Jokic has usually been. He yeah. just has so much impact everywhere. He's you. He's always always doing something to help his team. For a plotting, chubby seven foot center. Yeah, I love the old pictures of him that people <laughs> keep posting on Twitter. Of him just being he a looks fat, like, chubby white he kid. He looks like a fat, chubby white kid that you see at a pool. Yeah. Like in the summer, like an 11-year-old that's just like, gah. Yeah. He's just running around, blubber everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that dude said... Uh, <laughs> doing, doing like, uh, oh, when the belly flops off the diving board. Like, that was yeah. Jokic as a kid, except he was probably like 6'8". Russian. Yeah, he's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> he can barely speak English. I listened to an interview with him the other day. He Man, broke his mic the other day. <laughs> yeah, just ripped it off. <laughs> He does have broken English. Um, no, he's been spectacular. His passing is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, he he operates as a point guard essentially. I was watching uh, game game four with my father and grandfather, and they were like, "Why is he bringing the ball up? That guy can't possibly be good." And I was like, "Well, he's about to finish in the top five in MVP voting." Yeah, he's an All NBA so, uh, player, and uh, he basically just he he gets in the middle of the half court. And, sets up and, camp and people just <laughs> they people just move around him. They, they're just cutting constantly, just constantly like cutting. a cycle of cutting and trying to get open looks, and he always finds them. It's it's, it's a, quite a unique offense because originally when I was like when uh, Dem- Mike Malone, Denver's coach, was like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna play Jamal Murray at point guard," I was like, "Are, are you serious? Yeah, like point guard Jamal Murray." I-, I watched this kid in college. He turned the ball over a lot. His handle was really loose, and his decision making was not necessarily great he's improved a lot but i definitely Jokic is the uh primary playmaker in that offense and the focal point uh of every possession it seems like but the pro i I feel like the problem with denver is like they don't have necessarily a go-to score like it's great to have Jokic who can pass and he can definitely score he's averaging like 22 points a game but you can't really just give it to him and be like, yeah, just score for us. Like, you can with Lillard or anybody else in the series. Like, the so 76ers have Butler, Embiid, uh, Toronto has Kawhi, Giannis, Kyrie, Steph, Harden, Durant, all those dudes. I don't, I, that Portland is, or I mean, Denver is kind of relying on Murray to be that guy. And I'm not, I'm not, I love Murray. Murray's been actually fantastic in the postseason. He's been really, really good in this, this postseason. He's still, he's, he's 22. Yeah, him and Jokic are twenty two and twenty three. I, I think they said the other day this is the eighth youngest team to ever play in the NBA playoffs. So they have a very bright future, but yes. their 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 core scores are young and definitely are not developed fully yet. Especially yeah. Murray. Yeah, who's, I think it's awesome that they're just proving that. They oh can, yeah, they could, if they can get to the Western Conference Finals next year, maybe like with a mm-hmm. with a rising star in Michael Porter Jr. Like hopefully <laughs> he's as hopefully and, he's as good and Jared as Jared Vanderbilt. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, if he's as good as he is, he, he, uh, people predicted oh, coming out of high school, then uh, then yeah. uh, I think they could definitely make a run at the Rockets or Warriors. Maybe I mean I don't know because it, it it purely depends it depends on, on what what happens how, in the offseason yeah. with those two teams. Yeah. I have a theory on Michael Porter Jr. I don't think he's good. Okay, no. so so what, where where is the proof that this guy is good? He Nothing. he played. We have a high school mixtape. 
So I, I think he just got an editor. He said, look, I'm 6'10". I've made some athletic plays. Get, get, get my best stuff and mix it together. And the guy goes, okay, got it. We got, we got a couple YouTube videos. And then he, did he even play in the McDonald's game? Um, if he did, I, I don't remember so. him having a great – he tore his ACL, didn't he? No. I thought he played in it. That was his brother. I think he did, but yeah, I, like exactly, like, you don't remember how good he, good he was. And then he doesn't play at Missouri. He comes, he doesn't play this year. So basically, all we have is some high school tape. Okay. But is that what I'm selling? Is that what I'm being sold on? Well, no, but that doesn't, Michael, nece- that doesn't necessarily. Like, remember, it, the day of the draft, the Kings were like, we were strongly considering Michael Porter Jr. And then they then probably, someone probably hit them in the head and was like, are you an idiot? Like, just take Bagley. You know exactly what Bagley is. Like we've never even watched Michael Porter play. Yeah, yeah. Michael Porter basketball. Jr. slid to like sixteen or whatever. yeah. If, uh, what he's like fourteen. He's a lot. Yeah, yeah he picked by Denver, the, lot, the best teams are not uh, best team in the lottery. So yeah, no, but uh, Denver very bright future. Uh, I feel like they could do Murray Jokic pick and roll for ten years, and it'll be effective. Yeah, I don't like because what, what's Murray's ceiling at this point? I, I think he's been incredibly impressive, and I, he was someone like throughout the regular season. It's like okay, every other game I'm gonna be decent, and then some. One game I'm gonna have fifty. One game I'm gonna miss like twelve threes and look like just a complete disaster. But he's not kind the, of been on a sustained playoff. run of yeah. Maybe of maybe maybe it's just the playoff mentality. Maybe it's just like I gotta bring it. And he's always he's locked in. I don't know. But until, you go back to that 2016 draft. Where would you put him now? Basically, top five, the top, top of that draft is Simmons, Jalen Brown, Porzingis, uh, uh, Brandon Ingram, and wait, okay, yeah, Simmons, Brown, Ingram, Fultz. Porzingis. Now, Fultz was the next, next year. year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Embiid, wait, Embiid, Simmons. No, no, it was it was Ben Simmons was number one pick, then Brandon Ingram, and then Jalen Brown, and then Dragon Bender. <laughs> was Joel Embiid? Joel Embiid was a market Fultz. I'm combining them. Embiid was twenty. Thirteen, yeah, he was with Wiggins, and then remember he sat out for two years no, before he got to play. No, MB wasn't with Wiggins. Yeah, he was. They were Wiggins Kansas Wiggins, together. No, they were. Wiggins oh, was I'm one. Getting com- I'm getting mixed up. Yeah, because MB wasn't like MB was third. In Kansas. Yeah. yeah, he wasn't exceptional at all. He was just really he got injured a lot, and yeah. they were like, "Well, shit, this guy still has a ton of potential." Yeah. So what was the Murray? Uh, I was at so this. Murray, I was at this. Murray. Murray, Murray is okay. So you got Simmons. We'll do it one more time. Simmons Ingram. Uh, Jalen Brown, Dragon Bender, Chris Tops, uh, Buddy Heald, and Jamal yeah. Murray. At this point, like, I, from the seasons we've seen from everybody else, like, I might take Murray. You, you take Chris Tops first. I don't The injury concerns, I don't know. Like, I, Ben Simmons point, isn't doing shit. Yeah, no, Ben Simmons has been very disappointing. We'll get to him in a minute. Um, I think the guy you take first is either, like, Ingram or Brown, crazily enough. No, no. You take Kristaps first. He's had one injury. He's had the one major injury. But he's seven three, and he he's, he he hasn't played a he hasn't played eighty two games in any of the three four seasons he's been in the NBA yet. Yeah, but does that he's any, still super any, talented? Though. Yeah, I still take him over, especially for Jalen. I mean, I take. You take Murray over Brown or Ingram. Oof. It See depends. that, that it like, depends. It depends if you ask you if you ask someone like this like four months ago, they're like, "Are you an idiot?" Of course, I'm taking Ingram and Brown. They're way more valuable. But now it's like, "Oh wait, Murray, Ingram, not so much, Murray can but... score 20 points a game in a, in, in the playoffs." Like, if I'm Denver, there's, there's, that's a short list of dudes. If I'm Denver and I've got like the you know like I'm choosing between mm-hmm. those three, I take Murray all over again. 
that's what they need. Yeah, because Ingram still kind of looks awkward when he plays basketball, which I, I'm not a big fan of that. No, yeah. And Brown is Brown. Brown's just like you know what he is. He's a three and D guy. He can make open shots and play good defense. Yeah. He doesn't have like the offensive repertoire of Murray, where he can go off the dribble or kind of play point guard or ball handle or whatever else. Yeah, he can't shoot as well. He's a lot better defensively, but mm. I just like Murray. Murray plays really hard, yeah. and he can. He has a high ceiling in terms of scoring. Yep. Is what can he like? What's his ceiling of average of points? Like, okay, so how many points can he average in a season? Where you would say that's that's not out of the realm of possibility. Twenty-four. I'd say I'd say twenty-four is. He can get there. I bet he can get there. Cool, because he can go to the rim. He has Jokic, who is going to find him whenever he's open, and he can shoot threes really well. I'm not sure he'll get to 24, but no. he could be that type of player. And I don't think I don't think the system's ever going to be like that for him to for him to. Yeah, do they need him to score 24 a game? <laughs> yeah, or are they yeah are they going to want for that to happen? Him to take that many shots again? Mm-hmm. I mean, if he, he could definitely do it, like if he carries this consistency that he's had in the playoffs and just continues this level of play into next season, he'll definitely be in the 20s at that point. And Denver will probably be even better. They could vie for the number one seed in the West. Yeah, uh, depending on what Durant does That'd and how get, Houston. Yeah. Houston look, All right, so I think Denver will end up winning the series because they just demolished them. Uh, Portland may win game six, but Denver has looked pretty unstoppable here at home. Um, yeah. So, And they're on a two-game winning streak in the series. I'll just take Denver to go ahead and win. You never know about Rodney Hood. <laughs> you never know. Yeah, I mean, never know. Well, in that three over or four-overtime game, Everybody was tired, and they brought Rodney Hood in, and he was like, well, I haven't played in an hour, so I'm fresh. And then he hit the two biggest shots of the game. Yeah. I was like, oh, LeBron was probably sitting there like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> the, the fact that he took that team to won a game against the Warriors is amazing in the finals. The fact that he almost won a game against the Warriors. Right? Almost, yeah. Well, won a game, and then JR gave it away. So Basically won a game, yeah. Basically. Won the game. Poor LeBron. Yeah. Uh, now he's something. at home. Uh, okay, so we'll move on to... We'll do we'll do Warriors-Golden State last, because that's the best one. We'll do the second most... Uh, the other boring one, I'd say. Boston Bucks is the boringest right now. It's the most boring. I'd say... Okay, we can do that. I would say the takeaways aren't as boring, though. Because yeah. Boston is just a complete disaster. The yeah. fans are booing Kyrie as he leaves the court, and they're down 3-1 now. They won the first game of this series, and then Milwaukee over the last three games. They dominated the first game, really. Yeah, they played really well. And it was like, oh, we know how to stop Giannis, and all our dudes are hitting shots, and Hayward looks like Utah Hayward. And then they just they, they reverted back into the same team they've been all season, where they got selfish, they settled for jump shots, and they didn't play team defense. Like, they, like last year, the reason they made the Eastern Conference Finals was, one, because the East was a lot weaker, and then, two, because they, they played really good defense. This year, they just didn't. Kyrie doesn't play good defense, and he's like the leader. So they're like, "Oh well, if Kyrie's not going to give a shit on defense, why should I?" Yeah. So then your young guys aren't uh, aren't playing good defense, and then Marcus Smart, who's your best defender, couldn't stay on the floor because he was just a, a disaster on offense. And it was his first game back from injury, so they couldn't really play him too much. Overall, though, uh, yeah, a, a, a disastrous season for Boston. They're they're predicted to like. Challenge Golden State, actually. Yeah. They, I remember we saw the starting lineup. They, it was yeah. like Kyrie, Tatum, Brown, Hayward, Horford. It should work. People were like, that's the best starting five in the NBA. It, it, it would make sense if Hayward was actually like 
all NBA Hayward, if Kyrie wasn't selfish Kyrie, yeah, who's like. Did you hear him after the game today? They were like, you were 16 for 62 over the last three games. Yeah. And they were like, like, we have any comments on that? He goes, I should have shot more. And no, no. And then did you hear his other comment? He goes, I don't care. Yeah. Like, he said, I don't care. It's like, you know what? I bet the Boston fans care. Like, you're going to shoot 20%? Let someone else shoot him. He goes, yeah, should have shot more. It's like, no, you know, you, you were terrible, actually, Kyrie. I, I don't I don't think he could be the your, your leader, your best player, and you be it have a chance to win the finals. Well, yeah. 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 Like, he's he obviously... Be, he can be your best player, I guess. Like, mm-hmm. your most, like, production. Like, he can be like your best this, offensive player, but I don't think he can be your best player. He was like that in, uh... When the Cavs won it, he mm-hmm. took over so at some point. But guess what? And, uh, he was quiet. <laughs> yeah, but LeBron, LeBron was the, the leader yeah. of that team. He can... He, you, you can definitely win if you have Kyrie as your second best player. I'd say actually you have a very, really good chance of winning if you have Kyrie as your second best player, like he might yeah, have yeah. if he and Durant go to the Knicks. But man, Kyrie is the leader. He just like every time, every post game interview was another just a, a circus. They, his quotes were always degrading the young dudes and complaining about how he wasn't good enough. Yet he he was like, I I need to be better. It's like yet you never got better. I don't know. Mess of a season for Boston. Uh, let's talk about Milwaukee. They're really good. Yeah, they're. They had the best point differential, net rating, and record in the NBA. And Which I, is crazy I, because their second best player is Chris yeah. Middleton. <laughs> Which yeah. is, he's really good. I and mean, he, Chris Middleton's good, but he's like... <laughs> like, if you're telling me he's your second best player, I'm like... Good. Like, we're not going to have a 10-minute conversation about how great Chris Middleton is. I couldn't tell you why he was an all-star, I guess, just because the... I mean, he makes shots, and he, he, he just kind of fills holes in the offense, is basically what he does. He's a bigger, small forward, like... He's Shooting a six-eight wing that yeah. shoots. It's like okay, he's an he's like uh, he's an average player that just scores a little bit more. Yeah, and it's hard to describe his game because there's not a lot that sticks out about it. I think Giannis just, just compliments anyone. It, it, it does generally help to have Giannis on your team. Bledsoe's just athletic and he can shoot and he and he can finish. He he's been a really he's been really good this year as a secondary playmaker and defender. Really good finisher at the rim. He's aggressive. Not a lot. Not a defensive liability. You know, you know who's good in this series? Uh, actually, the series isn't even over. It's only 3-1. So, conceivably, oh, no. Boston could win, but I, I just I doubt don't. it. They're rolling. Yeah, the, I doubt it. They're, the they're, are rolling. they're a mess from a chemistry standpoint. Uh, they go back to Milwaukee for Game 5. Yeah, no way. I, I mean, with how, pol- with how um, bipolar Boston's been performance-wise this year, it wouldn't shock me if they ended up winning Game 5, but I don't think they have virtually any chance in the series. They have to win three straight games against a team that's just sure. destroying them right now. And they're showing highlights of it right now. Yeah, Kyrie, 31% from the from the field. I should have shot more, and I don't care how... God. Ugh, Kyrie. Uh, either way, Milwaukee... Uh, are they the favorite to go to the finals? I'm, I'm, I'm going to say they yeah. are. Yeah, They'll they be are. favorite against either Philadelphia or Toronto. Well, it'll be, it'll be Toronto. We think it'll be Toronto. Oh, right, we'll talk about that next, though. I mean, yeah, yeah we I mean, can just go ahead and get into that. Toronto, I mean, Milwaukee, they're going to need to... I, I still do get concerned with their depth because they're playing Pat Connaughton a lot of minutes. <laughs> I'd like to see Brogdon back because he's actually really productive and good for them. But that's that's for next round. Uh, okay, Toronto-Milwaukee. They actually played tonight. Toronto-Sixers. What? I can't keep... Whatever. All right, yes, Toronto-Philadelphia played where they played in Toronto uh 
took Raptors took a 3-2 series lead. Uh, another blowout, two blowouts tonight. Not a really eventful evening. Well, I, I don't. I just don't understand what the, the Sixers make. No sense. I, I think they're poorly coached. They have a cockiness for no reason, and they don't look like they they're engaged. And they don't show up sometimes. They look like the Warriors, except without the three championships. Like, oh, we got this. It's like, no, no, yeah, what do you mean, right. Ben Simmons, Butler, Embiid? Embiid, uh, why am I hearing about everything wrong with Embiid? Can I have one Embiid game where it's like, oh, he feels fine? Yeah. Like, no, well, he is under the weather. He, I, well, his left foot is kind of sore. It's like, okay, you know what? Let's just, like, let's, like, just play. Like, I don't need the excuses. <laughs> I only hear excuses from the losing team when it comes to um, injuries and shit like that. I don't know. I don't. I don't like Philadelphia. They don't. They're not consistent on defense. I, I don't know what the hell they're doing with Ben Simmons. They, they they should be benching him. He's doing nothing on offense right now in the half court. The other day at the end of uh, game four, they could have won that game. They they he just throws he, he throws the ball away. This was this was literally his role in the offense: dribble the ball up to half court and pass it. I'm like, can you put T.J. McConnell in if you're going to do that? It's like, oh, he defends Kawhi on the other end. Oh, yeah, well, Kawhi scored 40. Yeah. Yeah, he scored 40 on you. Good Lord. You're seeing, like, God, talent is just not equaling wins. Instead, like, Toronto, who has, I guess, objectively far less talent in their starting five, just is a yeah. better team. They are. They're, they are better. Outside of Kawhi, like, their starters are Lowry, who I think in a vacuum is probably not better than Simmons. No. Is I mean is Danny Green better than no, Danny Reddick? Green, Danny Green did wins the last time he was a like a big contributor to a team. The, the Spurs like yeah. twenty. I mean like, the yeah. Spurs when Duncan was but there. like he was still the fifth best player. Well yeah, behind <laughs> Tony Parker, Miles Ginobili, and he's feeling the same way. Basically, he's a discount JJ Reddick who starts for the Sixers, and then you got Butler. Like okay, Butler Kawhi's better than Butler. Then Tobias Harris or Siakam? Well, look, Siakam's been better, but Harris is more talented, but Siakam tries a lot harder, and he's just been better in the playoffs. And then Gasol or Embiid, really? Like, Embiid's super talented, even though he's not been consistent. He didn't show up today. He had, like, 13 points and three rebounds. No, no. They're just such a Jekyll and Hyde team. Like, every player, like, I don't know what I'm getting from anybody from game to game. Sometimes it's Jimmy Butler where he's like, okay, I'm locked in. I'm just going to like kind of be the best player and assert myself. And then it's like all four of you guys are disa- are a disaster, and they win- They missed like 14 straight field goals in the fourth quarter the other day of a close game. It's like, dude, come on. It's like Simmons, you can't cut off ball. Or like Butler, you can't like attack the rim. Embiid, really, you can't score against Gasol. Gasol's 33 years old. <laughs> what the fuck? Man, come <laughs> There's just too much talent. Kind of like Boston. There's too much talent, and I, I, are they poorly coached? I don't think that's true, uh, from Boston at least. Maybe it is for Philadelphia, but I, I don't think their pieces fit together. There's too much go-to sto- too, go-to scoring. The offensive in, uh, games don't complement each other. In uh, in Philadelphia, for them not to like you, like literally, you have so many ways to score. Just run a pick and roll with Simmons. Feed it to Joel and be in the post. Let Jimmy Butler drive off the uh, dribble. You know how many run screens for uh, JJ Redick. Like I don't. There's so many ways to. You have you there. have two dudes that can be ball handlers in a pick and roll with Embiid and Butler and Simmons. Both those dudes can pass too. And it's like then you got Harris and Redick who are two elite shot makers. I, what, how can you not figure this out? With those five on the court, sometimes they look incredible. Like in uh, <coughs> Game Three, where they just came out and oh wait, 
our offense is clicking tonight, all of our dudes are playing well, and we're just going to beat Toronto. And then they, they don't do that most of the time. I don't know what you do sense. if you're Phil- if you're Philadelphia. Like I, I don't think Simmons. Trust the process. Yeah, is Simmons and Embiid a thing? <laughs> like, can you? Is that a long term marriage? Heard, I haven't heard them say good things about each other in a, in, in a recent while. Well, I, I think they're two rivaling personalities. I guess I don't know what Simmons has to. Well, originally, but when Butler came, he was all he was all about Simmons. He was like, oh yeah, this guy. Now he now he's now he's shifted to credit to. Uh, Hyping up Embiid. I'm, I'm getting to the point where do they just do they just trade Simmons? You've, you've recommended that before. I who think. are you picking? But like, can Simmons really play in an offense with a big man who's just sitting in the paint the entire time, or is he better maximized in a Giannis situation where Giannis has Brooke Lopez who just stands on the perimeter and shoots threes? They should trade uh, Simmons, <laughs> Simmons and their pick for uh, the the first pick in the draft. Get Zion. <laughs> Just whoever know, has the first yeah. pick. Yeah, neither New York or Atlanta. I don't. I don't think you do that. I don't know how Zion fits on there either. Oh well, I take Zion just because he's he's Zion. Yeah. I think he's a get, freak of nature. A deal out of that if you're with us, Simmons. If you're telling me I can take Simmons or Zion, I'm taking Zion. But you have to go with your pick too. You well, there are picks in the twenties, like, and it's a weak draft. And it's. Uh, so what are you giving up, Ty Jerome? They're, they're, yeah. they're gonna ask for more than that too. For Zion, probably. Yeah. Zion's a more valuable asset than Ben Simmons. Simmons. Yeah. So okay, congratulations, Philadelphia. You you chain smoked losing seasons for seven years and got Simmons and Embiid who can't be played together. Trust the process. Congrats, yeah. And you drafted Markel Fultz, <laughs> who's now a bench player for the Magic. <laughs> I mean, let, let's look at who are the teams that tank. Let's see how good they're doing. Guess what? Tanking is not working. Well, Hawks. The it's, Hawks. It's working. It's gonna work. But even the Hawks, like I don't think they they haven't been tanking for that long. Basically, they in twenty fifteen they they won sixty plus games and were the one seed. The next year they made the playoffs. It's only been two years now they've missed the playoffs. When was the when was the last time they made the playoffs? They had twenty sixteen. Uh, they lost to the Wizards in the first round. They had. Uh, they still had Teague and Horford and uh, Corver and uh, Millsap maybe or Millsap already gone. I think no, they still had Millsap. They had most. They, have jo- they, they didn't have Josh Smith though. <laughs> <laughs> they had, they had most of their team still intact. That's an OG team. The Jeff T. Kyle Korver. I, I wish we were around. Josh like, Smith. Paul yeah. Millsap. <laughs> Al, that Al team won sixty like five games and was the one seed. The year. That's beautiful. The basketball. first year LeBron was in the like ah, that's that, that beautiful basketball. I mean, Jesus Christ. That's an all time team. I love that. I loved watching that team. Like, honestly. I mean, think who's the best guy on that team from a historic perspective. Josh Smith. But Josh Smith is like a meme yeah. for him yeah. flaming out when he was 28. Josh Smith was the best player on that team at one point. I think you could argue the Paul player... Paul Millsap was also really good. I think you could argue the player with the best career is probably Horford. Or Horford, yeah. But <laughs> Honestly, all three of them were really, really good. Yeah, but none of them are like superstars. No, kinda I like think this... they all made the all-star team at different uh, yeah. points. Teague was really good for like a year. Mm, yeah. Mm. It, it was really random. All those dudes kind of just combined just to have, have one had, awesome year. Yeah, they had Corver who could just knock it down. Yes. It's a good team. Oh, yeah, but uh, tanking so far, I guess the short amount of tanking. You know why the Suns suck? Because they keep losing. Yeah, they, <laughs> you yeah. know how to win? win you, you don't try to lose games. That That's the best way to win. Devin Booker's like, I'm tired of being in, not being in the playoffs. It's like, well, guess what, dude? Nobody on your team has ever experienced winning, so you don't know how to do it. <clears throat> I don't know what they keep. They keep trading and changing up their team and in hopes that it works. Sun, I mean, ugh, God, these franchises are just so awfully run. 
Brooklyn, Brooklyn had tanked and uh, it worked out for them. But Brooklyn so didn't mean to tank. <laughs> Brooklyn tanked but did not get any of their picks. Because they traded That's all bad. of their picks to Boston. For, for, for Paul Pierce. And Kevin but then Garnett. guess what? I, I think actually, uh, what's his name? Sean Marks. I think he did it. That's their GM. He's done a good job the past couple years. Because he got, he basically just stole D'Angelo Russell for the price of absorbing Mozgov's contract. Which is, the, for a guy that's an all-star now, that's that's a great deal. He got Levert, who looks like he's going to be pretty good. Who was really good in the playoffs, and they got Dinwiddie, they got a few, they got Jared Allen, they got guys. Now they've got cap space. I kind of like how they've done, but just the teams that continue to lose and get high picks, there's they're just not, they haven't been rewarded as they expected, I guess. Like what Philly, Philly is going to lose now. Harris and Butler are free agents, and then they're left with Simmons and Embiid, who obviously don't fit well together, and that that's what they got from their tanking: two second round playoff exits. Joel Embiid was a good pickup, but... He's injury-prone, and it's yeah. like... I still think I'd take him over Simmons just because of how good he is. Oh, yeah. He's the second best... Bat. No. He's probably the best center. Uh, if you don't call Anthony Davis a center. Actually, well, with you. Mm, I, I mean, obviously, this, this postseason, I'd put Jokic ahead of him. Yeah, but and I'd put DeMarcus before... If DeMarcus can come back from injury, I guess. Yeah, I don't think I'd value Cousins ahead of MV right now because, one, MV's younger, and they both have injury yeah. issues. And Cousins' Achilles tears are a pretty bad one. Yeah. There's not a huge list of people that have come back from that and been 100%. Uh, okay, should we move on to the best series? The, mo- the uh, Basically what people are calling the finals, Golden State and Houston. Uh, after, after Golden State took games one and two and we had all the ref complaining, the series went back to Houston. And Houston took care of business. Yeah, won both their games. <clears throat> Dare I say they have momentum, and they've kind of figured oh, out. Yeah. And like last year, they went, they went small, but the, they went the other night. They went so super small. They had, I think they ran out Rivers, Harden, Paul, Eric Gordon, and PJ Tucker. So Eric Gordon was playing the four, yeah. James the three, Paul the two. I mean Rivers the two, Paul one, and then Tucker the five. Tucker played 42 minutes for the last night. That's crazy. <coughs> no, offensively, they're just a machine. Oh, yeah. They know exactly what they're doing. Yeah. They're not like these these teams. Like uh, They probably have less offensive talent from like just a volume standpoint than Boston and uh, Boston and Philadelphia, but they know exactly what they're doing. Like Harden's the dude. He does this. And then Eric Gordon, who I, I don't even think it's a question anymore whether he's the second-best player on the team. He's been spectacular. He's taking like 14 three-pointers a game right now. Uh, and then he kind of fills in. Tucker just does everything they need him to do. Offensive rebounding, defense, toughness, just being a dick to Kevin Durant, pissing him off. Yeah. Um, and then Austin Rivers, a guy who was on the waiver wire a few, uh, like a few months ago, just waved by the Wizards. Another example of hey, there's there's smart teams and then there's other there's there's everybody else. When Rivers gets waived, he's a good two way player. Oh, he's not okay. He's caught. He was not at the at the time though. I don't know if that's 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 just the system working. But that's I mean, you're taking a dude who's not who's not great and putting him in a place where he can be 
the best he can, and this is the best he well, can. Well, he's ma- be. they're maximizing this guy. It's like yeah. okay, well, every other team could have maximized Rivers, but they, they didn't. And they put him in the right system, I think. Yeah, but Rivers, he's it making he's making tough threes and big games. He's shooting over fifty percent in this series. Same goes for Iman Shumpert, actually. Or, I mean, oh, Gerald and Gerald Green. Like they have all these dudes that are just they picked up off the waiver. That that were um that were waived by other teams trying to get into the playoffs and now they're they're making big contributions for Houston. Uh, but the story of the series has been I think uh, Harden versus Durant. They're averaging about the same amount of points and I'd I'd say it's like a boxing fight. I'd say they're dead even after four rounds, two two. Yeah, Har- mm-hmm. Durant was a little better in games one and two and Harden was a little better in three and four. I mean. Durant, I, I th- okay. I have a, I have a theory. Steph Curry's not been good in this series. Mm-mm. He hasn't shot the ball well. I, I I think he's shook. Durant has taken the team from him. I, he, I it's his I team. Think, I think like, you're reverse cause. I think that's reverse causality. I think Durant's taking the team because Steph's not playing well. Not well. It could be a little bit of both, but like I think now Curry. What what Curry's usually like? Okay, it's I've got the ball in my hands. I take these crazy shots whenever I want to. But now it's like. In the fourth quarter of Game 3, Durant was playing point guard. They're having him bring the ball up and Curry just sit in the corner. It's like, oh. <laughs> like, Durant has been so much better than Curry, so much better than Curry in this postseason that he just, they have to give the ball to him because he's been just crazy efficient. He's shooting like, he's got like a 60% true shooting percentage. He's making every crazy mid-range shot you can imagine, and he's been the leading scorer in, I think, every game of this series for Golden State. And it's weird. It I, this isn't like, I think it's still Steph City, but this is Durant's team. Yeah, like I don't. Steph's not. Steph's just not producing as well as he has mm-hmm. in other, in other playoffs, in other uh, postseason. Same and goes for Durant's Thompson. Just Durant's just on fire. Durant. Durant. Thompson hasn't been great. No, this, they, they've this, all. They, this, the Splash Brothers sense. have not. This isn't Golden's. This isn't the Splash Brothers Warriors. This is Durant's Warriors. Where it's like, I'm like the best player in the world right now, so I'm just going to show you that I'm the best player in the world and make every shot, and I'm seven foot, and literally I'm unguardable from anybody on Houston. Kevin Durant's the best player <laughs> still alive in the playoffs. He's not. I think so. He's not the best player. LeBron James is still the Well, I know, but when I say best player in the world, like I'm talking about right now because yeah, he's, he's playing. Because he's playing, yeah. I, yeah well, I last year, we had, we had de- we, it was decidedly so that LeBron is the best in the world, so I can't take that away from him yet. But I'm saying this year in these playoffs, it's it's been him, him Kawhi, Kawhi, and, and Harden. Harden. Yeah, Kawhi's been fucking crazy. Kawhi, like you could almost argue that he's been you can almost the best or, yeah. player in the playoffs. Yeah, which is insane because of how good he is on defense. And then he's like, have he's you seen that graph of like of, of, of true shooting percentage in the regular season versus true? Oh yeah, they and put like, that Kawhi up. Kawhi just like moves. They're just, he's leading by so. He's much. a freaking robot. <laughs> Uh, he has no emotion. He just sits there. He makes the biggest shots. And yesterday, like, he's just, they asked him, he's like, he made a huge three for Toronto in game four to tie the series, where it's like they're up they're up three with like a minute and a half left. And he takes a fadeaway three with a one second left on the shot clock over Simmons. And he makes it, and they ask him about it. He's like, oh, well, I was dribbling. I, I saw, he's like, I saw the shot clock getting low, so, you know, I, I knew I had to shoot. And then that was the answer when he left. There he is. Uh, is, he, uh, is he the perfect two-way player? <laughs> see the perfect two-way small I, I think so. <laughs> like, if, not, not someone that you need to, like, 
I'm not saying like LeBron James is the best small forward because he's but he's, he's great on defense, great lot. on offense, but he controls he's he controls high the game. Yeah. But I mean, like just purely as as like how he fits. <laughs> is he the best two way small forward? I'd say he might be the best two way player in the league right now. Yeah. I mean, we I think we, since he sat out last year with his mysterious injury for all mm-hmm. of, all but nine games, we kind of forgot that he's like last summer we did our ranking of our best twenty NBA players. He was like seventh or eighth. Ridiculous now. Right. After Top after the, after this Easily. season, he's he might be the best player in the East, depending on how Giannis finishes Ooh. out. Yeah. I don't know, you honestly. That's crazy, but you can't like you can't like I, I would love to judge it just based on the playoffs because that's what mm-hmm. everyone's trying their hardest. But you also can't discount the, the regular season because Giannis was dominant all of them. Okay, well let's throw out the regular season. Who's who are the best players in the playoffs right now? Uh, I'd say Kevin Durant one, Kawhi Leonard two. All right. James Harden's gotta be three. Yeah. I'd I'd say that's a, the top three you could you have to abide by. I'd say fourth is Giannis. And then fifth, Jokic. Jokic or Jokic, Lillard? Yeah. I mean, more I think Jokic. Jokic yeah. has uh, just been consistent. Yeah, Jokic is consistent. He's rebounding. Just that's your yeah. That's excellent your all passing. Playoff team. That's yeah. your all playoff team. There's no guards. Ha- I mean, uh, I will say though, Harden was just incredible the other night. He had 39 points. This, the step back threes are are mind. That one, yeah. That one where he got Clay to jump into him. Yeah, well, I guess and he, he just makes it. Clay. I'm like, oh, what? <laughs> he invented that move, the step oh, back. Yeah. They're like what it, the they had a they okay so you know like uh, the studio show with uh, Barkley and all them they like to bring up tweets and one of the tweets was how do people keep jumping into James Harden's th- step back threes they know it's coming and they had a player answer they asked Clay about it and he was like well you never know which way he's gonna jump yeah because he jumps either he'll he'll jump backwards he'll go forwards he'll go yeah to so either they try side. to they try to put their hand up and go past him. But he just jumps. But you don't know which way he's going to jump, so it's impossible. (laughs) He got fouled a couple times on threes, and he made the one. His step backs are, they don't look real. Like, it doesn't, like, if I'm watching that game, if I'm watching, like, a college player do that, I see a step back three, I'm laughing because of how stupid of a shot it is. terrible. Like, you're uh, you're out of control. You don't have your feet set. You're undisciplined. Yeah. But, though, he's just launching them. steps back. And has the momentum, mm-hmm. like is has the ability to jump forward. What like, I've also you, you realized, realize how d- difficult that is to step back mm-hmm. and then like control yourself and jump forward. Oh, it's it's, it's especially from that distance. He's oh, built yeah. like an action hero, <laughs> like an action movie hero. But he runs pick and roll and can shoot step back three. Jesus Christ, Ben Simmons, you're a joke. Just turn the. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but Harden also he can beat anybody on Golden State off the dribble. Yeah. Uh, they they were putting Kevin Looney on him. They they, they, were, they like kept like a little tally of how many defenders he had seen, or how many different guys guarded him, and it was like five or six <coughs> on a possession. But I like that Duran at the end of the game was like he took over and was like I'm guarding I'm guarding Harden. Yeah, it's like oh okay. I, yeah, he usually doesn't. Yeah, this is this is such a fun series. I think it's going to determine probably the NBA champion. Uh, but it's. It's at least going six, and I, I think I think it's heading for seven. I think it's going the distance, and I'm going to stick by my uh, my Houston picks. Um, yeah, me too. They have they have momentum. They figured out with this small ball lineup, they can kind of fluster Golden State on both ends of the court because they're just like, you know, when okay, so Magic Johnson this past summer when he made when he uh, when he drafted the meme team with Lance Stevens and Rondo, all those random dudes. He was like, McGee, yeah. His his explanation for it, he was like, everybody wants shooting. He goes, I want toughness. 
You want toughness? Go get the dudes on Houston. Go get Tucker and Gordon and Paul and all them. And yeah, Shumpert. Ran these random dudes, yeah. I say if, if they go back to game five, if even if the Warriors win, but if Steph and Clay don't play well, mm-hmm. then the Rockets win in, in six or seven, but I mean, I think Houston's playing with house money in, in games in game five. Because it's at Golden State. Golden yeah. State has to win this one, basically. Yeah. Like, if they lose, they're in a real hole. Because then they got to go back to Houston, who's going to have all the momentum, three straight games they've won. And now you're probably, I mean, if they lose, you're probably dealing with an identity crisis for the Warriors in general. Because Durant has just kind of completely taken over. Because, like we said, he's been the best player in the playoffs. But, like, last year, it was still a debate. Whether who was the best player on that team. Yeah, Curry or Durant. Like, like, Curry had the awesome game three, I think, last season. Or no, he had the awesome game two. He scored, like, 35 points. And then in game three in Cleveland, Durant was really good. And then he was good again in game four, so they gave him the finals MVP. Curry still has not gotten finals MVP. Yeah, that's crazy. Even though he's won three times. Andre Iguodala got it the first time. Hey, look, I will say, though, Iguodala has been good in this series. He's, mm-hmm. he's rediscovered his three-point shot. But what what, uh, what Golden State needs to do to win, they need to, basically, they need Steph and Clay to hit their shots. As crazy yeah. as it sounds. They just need to, yeah. Which it doesn't seem like I do think a it's lot an, to ask from Steph and Clay. No, it doesn't. If, I mean, yeah, if, even if, if... If only Steph and Clay could hit three-pointers. If Steph and Clay don't play well in Game 5, or play better. Like, that's an issue. Even if they win. It becomes a real issue. Yeah. People are like, oh, Golden State should feel good. They haven't gotten much from Clay or Steph, and they're still... They think they're... And they're they're still almost winning these games. It's like, that's not good. Like... Like that it's inevitable that they're going to play well? Yeah. It's like, what? It's like, Dallas still making a bunch of threes. I think what the problem for them is they don't have a bench. They're playing Alfonso McKinney, and that guy's doing nothing. I mean, neither of these teams have a deep bench, but... Jesus, they're bringing Livingston, Looney. They're bringing Livingston, Looney, and McKinney off the bench. So a lot of scoring. That's it. I mean, they played Quinn Cook for ten seconds. Same goes for Jordan Bell. Quinn Cook looks like he shouldn't be in the league. He looks like just a dude at a wreck. Exactly. He looks like a dude we see at the JC. He is. He is. I, I feel like he could show up and play us at the JC, and we it would take us a few minutes to notice that he's an he's NBA, NBA player. player. Yeah. Because he's he's kind of just like a shooter. <laughs> he's so small. Yeah, he's six foot. <laughs> he just doesn't look like an athlete. That's hilarious. I know. Jesus, I, I just thought about that. They're bringing Looney, McKinney, and Livingston off the bat. That's a terrible bench. Yeah. <laughs> you know how their motto is strength in numbers? No, they're just Durant. Yeah. And if Steph or Clay decide to shoot well. Uh, they still have Draymond, though. He's been good. So they, they, they need Steph and Clay back. <laughs> but I don't... It's almost hard to be like, can you... Is it possible now to get both of those guys to have a big game because of just how much the volume of shots they're letting Durant take because like if I'm them I'm I'm letting Durant take as many shots as he wants every game because he's shooting above 50 percent and he's just been absolutely dominant in their playoff run I mean it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me if Steph and Clay just went absolutely off next game in game five Mm mm-hmm because I think there's a definitely like that's not a ridiculous assumption to be like oh don't worry like they haven't even like gotten hot yet because it's like, like yeah. there's there's literally nothing you've seen from either of them that that hasn't shown that you they can't get hot yeah. in just one game and then just carry that on. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I mean don't. yeah, but like and then people who are like, well look, I mean, 
law of averages, man. They're going to shoot better. It's like the law of averages doesn't exist in the playoffs. Like if you ever played basketball, once you miss a bunch of shots and it's in your head, you don't. It's harder it's to make not, them. Yeah, it's not about the averages. It's about it's. Ask Houston. The they missed twenty seven straight. Yeah, it's about the it's about the players. The players. Basketball so, like, is so can't. mental. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's just about your viewpoint. Do you think that like someone's in a cold, like a just being cold, or do you think like they're just waiting to pop off? Like the yeah. like like there's like you can still be cold while you're shooting and feel like you're gonna make the next one. But like I feel like Curry might be going through this thing where it's like. I used to be the alpha on this team, and this is my team, but now it's Durant's team, and my coach is telling Durant to run run point. Yeah. Like, I'm the point guard, and he's letting the power forward, he's seven foot, run point guard, and this guy has just been so much better than me. I don't, I don't know, maybe it's getting to him. But, I don't know, probably Durant will be gone next year so they can get back to Durant the Durant will, will definitely be gone. I think that'll be good for basketball, especially if the Warriors end up winning again because I think there's a sense of inevitability that they're just going to roll through the playoffs again and win. That's why, like, I'm almost I'm, – I'm rooting so hard for the Rockets. Yeah. I'm rooting for them like they're Kentucky at this point. I, I – I'm like cheering whenever they score. And if I, Durant – if I knew Durant wasn't going to leave next year, then uh, – I would I would be more invested, but I just want to see I I just want to see Houston win because I I think Golden State has superior talent, but Houston is it's superior system versus superior talent, and I I want to see like I know the Houston a lot of people don't want them to win win because it's like oh it's it's just a bunch of threes it's math it's like well no if you watch like yeah they shoot a ton of threes but like it's it's appreciating James Harden and how great he's been and then just like. Uh, outside of him, this is a team that would be probably a bottom five team in the NBA. Chris, yeah. Without without Harden, it's like it's like the, it's an aging Chris Paul, Eric Gordon. Well, even with, even with young Chris Paul, he was at the Hornets and he didn't do anything with a kind of the same amount of talent. Yeah, I mean, like David to. West, Peja, Stoyakovich I mean, like, for yeah. a few years. I mean, Chris, they had a good little. They had a, one a couple good years, but other than that, yeah. So this is I don't know, that Chris Paul forty million dollars a year. For the next three years after this is going to get rough. That is, but I think it's worth it right now. If you win a title, it's obviously worth it. Yeah, and, and this, I is, mean, this is this is their year to win a title. You this might, is the one. I think they could run it back next year if Durant left. Like, because then who else is a is a contender? It's hard to assume that when like you can assume that when like they're when they got this far with like young talent, but mm-hmm. they're playing with older guys yeah. who are who are just. Like giving it their all, so you can't. You, I don't know if you can assume that for next year. Yeah, I mean, I I do think that Chris Paul's how old is he? Thirty two, thirty three. As long as he doesn't just, as long as next year's not the year where he just die, takes a nosedive because it's coming at one point over this four year contract because mm-hmm. he's an older point guard and he's six feet tall and it's <laughs> a lot of his game is physical. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I th- I think he, as long as Houston has Harden. I think they'll be, I guess, in contention to yeah. an extent. But I mean, they're, they're, I'm interested to see what they're going to do in the off season. I I don't I don't think they have much cap space. But I I'd, in, I'd be interested to see what role players they add because right now they have a bunch of dudes on minimum contracts that obviously are going to be free agents free agents at the end of the year. Like I'm not sure they're going to be able to keep Daniel House or. Uh, Austin Rivers or some of these other dudes like they have now. Yeah. Iman Shumper, they're going to need to fill those roles with, uh, I guess, other players who are almost just as cheap. I don't know. That's something we'll get into in the offseason. 
uh, I guess that's it for today. That's the playoffs. Uh, okay, wait. Let's do our predictions. So we think Denver, Houston. Denver, Houston. Western Conference Finals. Yes. Who wins that series? I mean, Houston. I think Houston, but... Not in five. Like, <laughs> I think Houston's going to be... I mean, they're playing Tucker, who's 34, 42 minutes a game. Gordon got 40 minutes. That's a lot of minutes. And these are hard minutes. Like that, that is a rough 42 minutes for P.J. Tucker. I think they're going to be tired coming out of this series. I mean, typically Durant and Paul decline as the playoffs go on. I, I don't think... I mean, I meant Harden and Paul. Uh-huh. I don't think Harden's going to decline. I think he's for real this time. He's looked really good. But, I mean, the rest of those guys might just be wiped out. And see, uh, if Denver can end this one in, in game six, then they can get some extra rest. I'd say I don't know. Rockets I, in six. I, I think the Rockets will still win, but it wouldn't shock me if the if the Nuggets won. However, if Golden State ended up advancing, I, I think they just end up in the finals. Yeah. And they, Eastern Conference, we like Toronto and Milwaukee, obviously. Mm-hmm. All right. In terms of that series. I literally toss up. You could literally, you could Vince. I think I'd go Milwaukee because I, at the end of the day, I do think they have the best overall player. When he's when he's completely locked in, because Giannis is just simply unstoppable. I agree, sometimes. but I don't know. They're very similar teams. They got one superstar at forward, and then just a really good supporting cast. You couldn't convince me a team's playing better than Toronto right now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, another thing. Like you, you watch another thing on the Celtics. You, I, you see the end of the the Celtics Bucks game last night, and it goes right into Golden State Houston. The level of intensity is just night and day. It's like, oh, Houston, State, Boston, this is how a team is supposed to play when they're in the playoffs. Like from moment one in Houston Golden State, it's just this is a battle. Uh, either way, okay, so we're, I'll go. I'll go Toronto with you. Toronto, Houston, championship. Uh, I think that can go either way. It's sheer like depth versus just top end talent. Picking Toronto. To win the playoffs, I think so. To win the title, I think so. They're gonna get. They're, they're gonna get Kawhi to you stay. Couldn't, you couldn't convince me. Here's what you can't like. Who's their second score? Pascal. Yeah. Like, do you trust Pascal yet? No, but I trust Kawhi <laughs> enough. Yeah. I guess with with uh, Milwaukee, you've got Giannis and then Middleton. Kawhi is just consistent. Like yeah, he just, he's, he's consistent. Just, he's, he just is. He's, he's a just, stoic superstar that just doesn't give two fucks about anything. He's not hot or cold. He just is. He's just cold. He is. He just is. <coughs> he's inevitable. He's like Thanos. He's inevitable. He's a, he is he's inevitable. inevitable. With the snap of his finger, he's going to eliminate half the team in the playoff. <laughs> he's baffling me. Sixers. Uh, okay, Raptors to win the title for you. Uh, I think I'll go. That's crazy. I, I think I'll go Houston. Yeah. I don't know. Houston, I, I, I would much rather watch Houston in the finals because I think it would be a more fun matchup versus the Raptors or the Bucks. Those are two completely different teams compared to what they've seen with Golden State. I just, I want to, yeah, I want a competitive finals. I don't, I don't want... The Warriors, Warriors destroy you. Like, the Warriors, teams. I hate the Warriors at this point. Like, Kevin Durant, you're a bitch. I, I admit you're one of the, you're the best player in the world that's still playing basketball. But, I mean... You you left you left Golden State and you fucking jumped on the seventy three win team and now it's like too easy sometimes for you all. I like that you're getting your shit pushed in by Houston and I hope it keeps happening. 
I don't want a Warriors final no. title. And I, I want Durant to leave because I think that'd be great for the NBA because then next year's wide open. I'd love for him to go to the Knicks. Tony, man, Clippers, they're going to land somebody. Kawhi. Clippers could get Kawhi. I, I mean, I've heard the Durant to the Clippers has picked up steam recently. I'm not. I think he's still going to New York. Maybe Kyrie. I don't know. They could get some free agents, and they, I think they've got the best trade deal for uh, Anthony Davis. You yeah, you've said that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who would That's you take? Who would you take? Uh, they've got a 2021 draft pick, which they think is going to be the double draft, where they let the 18 year olds in. Oh uh, yeah. I think. They got, I think it's from like Houston or somebody. They got Gilgis Alexander, Harrell, Lou Williams, if you want to. I mean, they just have, would you take that right now over Boston's deal? Or he's not going to Boston if Kyrie leaves, which he's going to. And they they already said they're not not trading with the Lakers. (laughs) I don't take that if I'm the Clippers. You don't take Shea, Harrell, two picks, and. I don't take Anthony Davis for that. Anthony Davis is leaving after a year if you don't trade him. Like what? What do you? What? What? What's the best you can get for him? Yeah, but the Clippers aren't going to give that to him. I don't, you don't think so. You don't think they give up Shea from Davis? With, from what they saw in the in the playoffs? I know. I think you can use that and be like, look, it's Shea Alexander. This dude's going to be a superstar, or not a superstar, but he's going to be really good in the NBA. You're saying they give away Harold Shea and a 21. Uh, a couple more draft picks. Maybe even throw in Shamit in there. Shamit's been good. Shea Harrell. You can throw in Lou Williams, who's on the best contract in the oh, NBA. Whoa. If you throw in Lou Williams, I don't take that. For Davis? No. What? Who else do they got? It's just the Pelicans all over again. Davis, they got it's Gallinari. It's the Pelicans all over again. But then they'll add a free agent. Will they? Yes, I think they will. If you've you got, you got, you got Davis... You've got to give me that you're going to sign a free agent. Like, you know the dude. You know he's you're his number one landing spot. Well, maybe you just go ahead and sign the free agent, and then you say, okay, with whatever we have left, we'll go get. We'll try to get Davis. Well, that's if fine. not, we'll settle. Like, so you say, you got to tell me who it is. If it's Kevin Durant, I say, hell yeah, you take that deal. Yeah. Don't throw in Lou Williams, though, because that, that, that makes you a title contender, I think. Kevin Durant, Anthony Davis, and Lou Williams. Lou Williams, Williams. Oh, yeah. is incredible. In Hell the yeah. That's a, yeah, that's a title contender. I do team. like Shea, though. And Patrick I think... Beverly? Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, Pat, 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 Patrick Beverly. <laughs> yeah, add him. And the KD hater. Bad blood. I, who could? I need to look at the list of free agents again. I feel like the Clippers are going to land someone big, though. Probably Kawhi. I think Kawhi. If, if it was my best. Kawhi, Kawhi. Kawhi Anthony Davis on a team would be very, very, very interesting. Yeah, what about Simmons, <laughs> Kawhi, and Anthony Davis on a team? How are they trading for all of those people? I don't know. <laughs> Simmons just decides to... If Philadelphia's like, hey, we'll give you Simmons for free. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, at this, we don't want to pay his contract. The so motherfucker I, refuses you, to shoot. Would you take... If you're the Sixers, would you take a Simmons for Lou Will straight up? No. What? Really? Lou Williams, 30. 32. <laughs> well, you want to win right now. They just traded for all this talent. They obviously want to win right now. Yeah, they traded for two expiring contracts. On un- okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, wait, t- t- does Tobias is that yeah. this year? Yeah. Oh, well, shit, that was a waste of money. It was. Exactly. They traded Shamit in a pick for him. Ridiculous. Yeah, no reason awful. to throw Shamit into that deal. Shamit's underrated. I didn't know he was expiring. I thought he. I thought he had a couple. I thought he had a couple no. of years. That's why I just don't understand with Philadelphia. Like, and then while we're watching their highlights here. They're playing Greg Monroe. 
Congrats, the process worked. Greg, Mor- Greg Monroe is playing big minutes for you in the playoffs. Yeah, you don't hang out with Greg Monroe. He looks pretty good. <laughs> Between him and Boban, it's like, Jesus Christ. Him, him Boban, and Embiid, you never know what you're going to get. All right, that's enough. I want to go to bed. I'm tired. Too. We got to get up. We got to get up and, and go to Kansas. You got to pack. I, yeah, I got to pack. What time are you picking me up? We got to leave before noon. Okay. All right, well, that is all for tonight. As always, where is Chris Early?